Welcome, everyone. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. On our 10th episode, Ron and I discuss how we took a random idea from six months ago that we really didn't speak about again until Black Friday. Black Friday is just one of those crazy days where everybody goes in shops and gets up early. You know, and Corey and I decided we wanted to do something a little different. And we put a date to a goal that we wanted to achieve. And now we're pushing a thousand downloads, 14 countries worldwide. It's crazy. All right, let's get to it. If you are like we were, stuck and searching, there is so much out there. We were searching and searching. So we decided to follow our passion of helping people achieve their goals, helping others that are feeling stuck. Uh, this podcast, we plan to cut through all that noise, give you actionable steps from highly successful people so that you can have better foresight through others' hindsight. This is Hindsight Hacking. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Hindsight Hacking. On this episode, Ron and I just wanted to talk a little bit, talk about our first nine episodes, talk about a little bit of what led us to even doing a podcast in the first place. So uh, for today, I'm actually going to introduce Ron as if he is my guest. Uh, and so uh, here it is. Here's a little bit about Ron, and I'm going to ask him a few questions, and then uh, we'll see. He might do the same with me. But uh, anyway, uh, right now, today I'm joined by our guest, Mr. Ron Cool, one of the most sought-after executive entrepreneur, coaches, and strategic advisor in the development game. He is known for helping leaders achieve results through his step-by-step -step mentoring approach, which has resulted in 10xing his clients' businesses. Ron is a co-founder of Live Different, a done-for-you and done-with-you marketed agency. And Live Different empowers leaders to transform by providing a personalized coaching experience that integrates the whole person. Ron coaches six-figure leaders on how to plan and grow themselves and their businesses. Welcome to the show, Hindsight Hacker, Ron Cool. Thanks so much for letting me introduce you. Um, <laughs> weird. So today, let's just, you know, we've, we've got, a, people know us a little bit. They don't know us a lot. So tell me, tell us, tell our listeners just what led you, what's your, what's your story, what's your history, what led you and I to, to doing this show and uh, building this business? You know, uh, Corey, first and foremost, thanks for, Thanks for thinking of this idea. I think this is crazy. Um, you know, if we, if we go back, you know, I don't know how back, how far back you want me to go, but we can go back to when I owned a couple of restaurants and I kind of thought that was, that was the direction I, my life was going. I was like, Hey, you know, I was a DO for a restaurant chain. The next logical step was for me to own a couple of restaurants for me in my mind. And so I bought a restaurant and realized very quickly I bought a job and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can never turn this off. So, um, what, what should I do? And so I started looking and looking, I was like, Oh, I know, I know I'm going to buy another restaurant. Right. And now I had two of the exact same problems that I had with the first one, but double, and there was only one of me. So that caused some problems. Um, so that was not something I wanted to do. Um, you know, simultaneously for a year, I had this guy kind of bugging me about a networking company, uh, wasn't interested, didn't believe in those things. Uh, but 
the working all the time, owning it, having all the problems, uh, worrying about if I'm going to hit payroll, worrying about if I'm going to have enough to hit all of these other things that now was my responsibility as an owner. Oh, and by the way, I was still the DO of the restaurant chain at the same time. So my mind was going a little crazy. Um, so he kept bugging me and bugging me and it hit me on a day where I just kind of had it. I was like, fine, I'll do it. If you stop bugging me, like, just don't talk to me anymore about it. And he's like, okay, well, I got to train you. No, I have an idea. Just leave me alone. And uh, so I, I signed up and I was like, all right, I don't know anything about this. And it was, it was in telecom. It was cell phones. It was pagers. It was internet before internet was big, which is crazy because we're talking on the internet now. <laughs> but, <Right. laughs> but uh, you know, all of a sudden I was like, all right, now I have this other business. What do I do? What do I do? So I, I, I sold all my restaurants um, and really focused on this. But what I decided to do was treat it like a business. I surrounded myself with people that could do things I couldn't do. I got a salesperson. I got a marketer and I got a single mom because who doesn't want to help a single mom, right? And those are my first three reps. And we're like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to rock this out. And we went from zero to 26,000 a month in just a few short months. We took over Colorado by storm. It was unbelievable. We were having 100 to 200 people in these rooms that normally people would charge for these classes. I was like, just give away the classes. That, that's like my thing. So we reinvented the whole training program, the whole training platform. And we are popping out leaders. And there were so many people benefiting from the process. I was like, oh, this is my calling. This is what I want to do. Um, you know, and, and kind of fast forward through my life a little bit. My wife and I, we were expecting our third child. And you know what? Those questions started creeping back in our lives. You know, are we doing the right thing? Are we making the right amount of money? Are our kids going to the right schools? What are our kids missing out on? Do we want to go on vacation? Can we afford to go on vacation? All those normal questions. You know, we had two kids. Now we're going to three. And I was like, hey, honey, what if there was another way or another option besides traditional businesses? And, you know, being an amazing woman and she's very supportive in all the crazy stuff that I do. She was like, hey, if you think it can work, I will support you. And that's something that, you know, as you know, it's all you need. You just need support from your significant other and your family and, and you can do anything you put your heart to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, your, your background, your calling, you know, it seems, and, you know, just from my own knowledge of you, uh, but for our audience specifically that, that helping people, right. That building teams, um, you know, and I think that that's really what led us to start working together. Right. Cause I, yeah. I fell on that same path where the only real satisfaction of anything was in, when you're helping someone else succeed, right? Like just, you know, and that's every, when I look back at my career and I'm like, Hey, I worked here and I did this and this was awesome and all these cool things. But the only actual things that mattered was when I'm like, Oh, that person was able to grow themselves to a different level. They never thought they could, you know, like that, that's, the only things that ever really mattered. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I put a lot of effort and, and thought into this, this self-development piece, you know, and it started, um, gosh, a couple of years before I met you, I started 
leading differently and trying to approach things differently. And it was really about just empowering my team and empowering individuals to hit small little goals. And as they hit those small little goals, they started developing faster. You know, and then I found maybe, maybe some of my leadership was actually holding them back. And that was kind of a crazy mind idea there. But, you know, I, I ran a store in Kentucky that to this day, I've never seen or duplicated before or after, you know, it was, there was so many district managers that were created from that location and senior level leaders that went on to do other things in other companies that just happen to fall into that career path for me. Nice. Nice. So um, obviously you've been running restaurants for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what led you to start coaching, to start doing things um, differently uh, yeah. in a different world? Yeah, that's, that's kind of a, it's a hard question to answer. I mean, if you, you know, going back just to, you know, we'll fast forward to kind of we're working together and I ran in, you know, that self-development piece and I ran to, ran into a very inspiring Ted talk and that Ted talk changed my outlook on pretty much everything I was doing from that point after, you yeah. know, it's just one of those that really popped. I think I showed you that Ted talk and it kind of put us on a different path, but coaching and development, is everything that I know I've been doing and talking with you and knowing you and you as a leader, we've been doing for 20 years. It was just not something that we coined as we're, we're their coach. Cause that was just part of our job. Right. You know, right. And, and that was the piece that how, how we help people, you know, we put our all into it to help them be successful. And if we don't know the answer, we're going to, we're going to help you find the answer together. You know, and we allow people to fail and then we help them get back up. Yeah. I think that's what a coach is. And and, yeah, I mean, my biggest thing was with anybody is is we're going to allow them, we're going to help them find the way. It's it's not me holding them by the hand and saying, come follow me. No, it's lead me and I'm going to, you know, steer you a little bit as, as it's needed. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want somebody that can just follow. I want people to lead, right? Like I want, I've, I've always just wanted people to believe in themselves and, and know where to find those answers. And so, you know, no, uh, absolutely. It's one of those things where I learn more from the people that I'm air quotes coaching, <laughs> you know, um, than I feel they get from me. You know, I learned so much from just conversations and working together with them and our coaching conversations and our, our connections weekly that, you know, I'm, I'm a learner first and a coach second. And I think in order to be a good coach, you have to understand the person that you're coaching. Right. You know, it's one of those things that if you don't understand the person that's, that you're trying to help, you're just doing it for the, I feel the wrong reasons. All right, Corey. So. I'm going to welcome you to Hindsight Hacking. Corey Carter is a leader of leaders. He helps the many reach new heights in their businesses and careers while teaching them to figure out their whys, set their goals, and then work the best strategy to achieve those goals. On top of that, he builds sales funnels for other entrepreneurs and is the co-host of this 
podcast, Mr. Corey Carter. Thank you so much, Ron. I appreciate the intro. Not a problem. It's weird being introed on your own show, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's it's very very awkward. But uh, hopefully, people can laugh at us for doing this. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, if you can't have fun in what we're doing, then uh, you always life's too short. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all right, Corey, if you could kind of give everyone just a little bit about what got you as a restaurateur and a leader to do podcasting. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we did talk a little bit about the Ted talk, but, uh, I'm going to, the Ted talk is really what's led this start of this path. Um, but I'm going to circle back a little bit and, um, give a, a brief history of, of why I am the way I am a little bit. Um, you know, I, I grew up not a ton of money and it was literally like, if I wanted something, I had to work for it. And so, you know, when I was 13, I was delivering papers, waking up at 5 a.m. Uh, when I was 18, I was working two jobs, 60, 80 hours a week. Like, I believe that the more time I put in and, and the more money would come back that way, right? And, uh, but I was definitely, I was trading the time for money. And I was every single year trading time for money, trading time for money. And, you know, it wasn't until I had my first, first kid that this strategy hurt me. And, um, you know, my wife, my wife, uh, had come home and when I was, I would, I was back at work. It was like day two at home with my son and my wife and I was back at work and didn't really take any kind of time off, any paternity leave. Um, and then, you know, uh, an issue arose and my wife hemorrhaged and ended up in the hospital and I was stuck at work running a restaurant and like, she almost died before I got home. Like she or before I got to the hospital, she, it, it was just this, this world that um, taught me I had to adjust my way of thinking. And, and so, you know, before that point in time, I was, I was promoted and managing and doing all this stuff. And it was always because of my work ethic or, and it was, you know, I was, I was good at what I did. I was good at teaching people, but it was because of my work ethic that I got to where I, I was, but it, after that point in my life, that's when I, I had to shift gears. I had to shift to thinking, uh, you know, of, of how to get people to, to really balance. And it started with me trying to balance myself. And, and so, you know, how I, I will put family, uh, first and foremost and still work my ass off when I, uh, during our time that we're working, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's a very balanced thing. And that wasn't the way, uh, 13 years ago, that wasn't, wasn't like that. Um, and so, you know, it, it, after that point, I, I began to try to work a little bit smarter and, um, but I was still trying to get promoted, right. And, and grow that corporate ladder. And, and I still had to trade time for money and trade time to grow that corporate ladder. And, and, you know, then I ended up traveling and, and doing all these things away from the family. Um, and so it, it came to a head and, and I, I decided it wasn't worth it. I didn't care about that promotion. I didn't care about um, that certain paycheck. And that making that choice led me to meet you, actually. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. I made, made that choice. We met and we started working together and, and uh, you know, it was local and, and the pay was okay. And it, it put food on the table and, and the roof over my head. So it was fine. 
Um, but it wasn't really until we, we watched the TED Talk. It got me thinking as well and, and that we could actually put, you know, have the right life, but yet be home and not miss, you know, the recitals and the, the sports practices and, you know, the uh, assemblies. Like, we, you, I know I was missing a ton of this stuff for forever. And uh, so it was pretty awesome to get this in my head that, okay, we can, we can do things different. Um, yeah. And so that, it's funny, like we, we, you and I talked a ton about different things uh, once we watched that podcast and, and we, we came up with that realization that it, it was helping people. It was, it was helping yeah. people succeed in their careers and, and different things that, that, that was like, we were doing the same thing, just different, way, different uh, you know, places uh, for the last 20 years. So it, it's pretty cool how, how that all ended up. But, you know, now we're, we're down this path and, um, you know, to, to make sure that that family is first and foremost, no matter what, what's going on and, and, and then to be rewarded. Right. And, and so, you know, why not share, share our knowledge. And so this is a platform that we can a meet people and, and B share that knowledge. So. No, absolutely. I know working with you, you, you put, you put your all in to everybody, you know, and you take people that didn't feel they necessarily were qualified in a, in, in a role. And you not only help them understand that they can do the role, but they can do it efficiently because that work-life balance is important to you. So you lead that way for other people and you give them those steps to help them not only be successful in their career, but their home life too. Yeah, absolutely. Cause what it's not worth it, right? If we're not successful in our home life, like then why, why are we right. doing that? So, right. um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's a, the long story short of, of, of my background that led me here. And, and so some of the things that we've got on the horizon, like I'm, I'm so excited for and, and every single person that I can talk about leadership and goal setting and, uh, getting their hindsight on the show. Like, it's just like, I, I'm giddy, like a little schoolgirl. So right. it's pretty right. fun. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right. So let's talk about, you know, the last five weeks. Man, it's been, it's been a personal struggle. I mean, let's just, let's just, I'll put it all out there for me personally. You know, we, we put a date out there and said, this is the day Black Friday was it that we were going to really commit to doing everything we needed to do to launch January 1st in this, this podcast. And not only were they holidays that we didn't really even think about, right? Uh, when we picked that day. Yeah, because if we were thinking, we wouldn't have chosen that. <laughs> no, no. You know, I mean, it works out for dates, and it's a good clean break, and it's a new year, and everything's good, you know, but the, the holidays were there. And then I lost my stepfather during that time frame as well. And it was one of those things where I had to really be there for the family and make sure that we're good to go. Um, a lot of other duties fell upon me for that, but you know, we made a commitment to hit these dates and, and you helped me stay kind of focused on those and kind of 
that was my, this was my escape, you know, from all the crazy noise out there. And, you know, you hear it all the time in our, our buffer just to eliminate the noise. And, and that's what not only you or and the show did for me during that time frame. It was my escape to be able to say, I don't know anything about this concept. Uh, I listen to podcasts, not as much as you, <laughs> but I don't know anything about it, right? Uh, I've done Zooms. I've, I've done talking on stages. I've done all that, but I've never done a podcast. And you're like, hey, there's this guy. Let's just, we're going to go learn from him. Jamie's going to teach us all and we're going to dive in and we're going to learn about all these things, you know, and, and you're, you know, I was always the idea person and you're kind of the details person. So that's why we work together well. Um, and you're like, nope, this is the focus things. These are the things we got to do. You, you know, you kept me, you kept me in check. And, you know, I would say pressure wise, I didn't feel the pressure until, I don't know, December 28th. And I was like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding? <laughs> is this even going to happen? Yeah, and, we, uh, we came down to the wire with every thing. I mean, if we were smart, we probably would have pushed it till January 14th to, yeah. to have everything be more crisp <laughs> yeah. and, and cleaner. Right. But Hey, it was, it's done. Right? Well, it, it, it's the, it's the perfect show of imperfect action. Yeah, absolutely. The result, you know, uh, I've had a lot of people reach out and they've loved so far what we've been doing. Um, and it's, it's been a great learning journey for me in particular, you know, and, and my wife's been enjoying our show, which is kind of cool, <laughs> you know, and uh, a lot of people that I respect have given me, given you and I both really good compliments on what we're doing and they've enjoyed the, it's a very entertaining show. So it's been great, but you know, I would love to hear your take on the last five weeks as well. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, gosh, like six months ago, right. We kind of said, that would be kind of cool if we did this podcast thing. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I love podcasts why not. Right. Um, and then, and fast forward without what four months, five months without even talking about it again. And uh, yeah, Black Friday, we chose to do that something different. Like, let's not go, let's not go to uh, buy a bunch of stuff. Let's, let's actually start something fun. Right. Uh, um, and let's learn something while we're doing that. So, so yeah, so we, we put our nose to the grindstone and, and we put a lot of time to a learn how to do this. Um, and then, uh, I know we still have a ton more to learn, but then B, we, we, you know, started reaching out. And, and so it's all these things that are new and awkward and un uncomfortable. Um, but it's, it's all fun because it's, uh, it's something that I'm, I'm excited about. And, and I think you're excited about and talking to some really fun, awesome, incredible people from it. Um, you know, it, it's just if you know, as, as the, as the Christmas rolled around, uh, and then as, as each day flew, went by and we had more and more on our plate to do. And, you know, so it was just all these obstacles, right. But, yeah. you know, we just kind of did one step at a time and, and, and we, we figured it out. And, and, you know, I, if I was doing a show myself, it would have never happened. You know, I, I, that I, to me, that's the only reason why we are able to launch just because we partnered together on, on doing that. So, but one of the funniest things and a fun memory that I'll have is 
I know exactly what I was doing December 31st at like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. As I was getting this final touches, right? Like you were right. mixing and editing and then you send it to me and then I'm doing the last little bits to get them up, uh, uploaded. And uh, so that way they were there on January 1st yeah. you know, at the start of the year. So like who spent their, a lot of people spent their New Year's ringing in the new decade like no other. And, and uh, you know, I was in front of the computer making sure we're ready to go for oh my a new show. So. I, I, had, uh, I had family over and as soon as it hit midnight, I was like, let's listen to the show. And they're like, I want to go home. I go, no one's going home until we listen to the show. <laughs> nice. nice. All right. Um, so, you know, I, hopefully uh, everyone listening doesn't get too bored by us just rambling on today. But, uh, it, you know, it wouldn't be true to the show if we didn't um, discuss hindsight, right? And so if, if you were to go back and give yourself that perfect hindsight of perfect 2020 vision, uh, when would you go back and what advice would you give yourself? Man, I've, I thought about this all day. Like I knew we were going to do this and I was like, he's going to ask me the question we ask people. <laughs> it's going to be a hard question, you know? And, and, you know, at first I was like, nah, it's pretty simple, but you know, it's, it's really not. It's, it's actually a hard question for me it's take the risk and let me let me explain what i mean by that when i was 18 years old i remember a little game called pogs and they were sweeping the country and i called my uncle who owns a print shop in chicago and i said hey have you heard of these he's like no get on a plane and fly out here i was like what why he goes just get on a plane and on the plane create a logo and a business. And when you land, uh, we'll figure it out. I was like, okay. So at 18, I get on this plane and I fly out there to Chicago and I took that risk. And what it did was it made it so I landed, I had my idea for a business card and a logo. We went to his shop, he printed them out. He goes, okay, while you were flying, um, I got you four places for you to go talk to and pitch pitch the pogs idea i was like oh cool i was thinking small business he goes okay the first one you're going to is mcdonald's i was like what are you really and she he goes yeah you're going to the board of directors mcdonald's downtown you can talk to them about marketing and this and you could tell them how you put them in their happy meals i was like uh okay so talking about freaking out a little bit right but he he was there he helped me through it uh bombed it just bombed it right and but what i learned they're like a year and a half out from everything they do right so then i was like wow that was awful he goes what'd you learn i go i'm not sure yet <laughs> he goes well you better figure it out because you're going to quaker oaks next all right so then you know i had quaker oaks okay and i go to quaker oaks and i did awful just just oh for two huh over to right but i'm like an 18 year old kid in a suit trying to sell them a paper thing that no one knew about right and then i went to jewel osco that was my third one and he's like okay i want you to approach this differently like okay what he goes just pretend you've sold billions of these in your mind when you go and talk to people i was like all right so i switched that in my mind had different level of confidence and 
it was less about me trying to sell it and me just, I just wanted to communicate what I was talking about. So I went in there and we started talking and we signed a multi-million dollar deal. I was shocked, shocked. And he walked out, he goes, how do you feel? I was like, uh, that was crazy, right? So at 18, didn't know anything, I took a risk, signed a multi-million dollar deal. It was one of those pieces of taking the risk. So I went from taking a risk to getting really comfortable. And I actually got coached to actually understand that it's okay to be uncomfortable and you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I hated that. I hated when people said that. But I would tell myself over and over through my whole life, anything negative, I've already made it through because I'm sitting on the front porch telling my grandkids about it. So small little blips never really bugged me. But going back to the question about hindsight and what I would do differently looking back, I would make sure that 18-year-old kid would have done things differently when harder times hit, maybe when he was 30 or 32. And take that risk. Take the risk. You only live once. You got to enjoy life. Take the risk. Learn from it. But don't repeat the same mistakes. But take the risk and learn from it. Because what if it blows up? What if it becomes huge? Definitely. You know? So I'm going to return the favor. And I'm going to ask you, Mr. Corey Carter, <laughs> what would you do different with the benefit of hindsight looking back on your life? What would you do and when and why? Yeah. Um, you, you know, it's funny that I, I asked this question, right, to everyone. Um, but uh, trying to put it on yourself is, is very, very different. Um, you know, like I said, I, you know, telling a little bit about my story, I'm, I've always been this trade the time for money and work 20 hours a week or 20 hours a day if I could. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a natural introvert. I'm natural, like, when I work all day with, with people, I'm like, hey, give me some alone time, and I'll be, bit, I'll be good. Like, I, I, I don't need to be uh, always around people. And, and in fact, I, you know, need some of that, that time by myself. And so, um, so if I were to go back, I would, you know, I would go back to my, you know, like, that 23, 21, that time frame, and, and really tell myself like, Hey, stop and, and figure out work smarter, not harder, right? Figure out how to, you know, get that same income I was trying to get in the eight hour day instead of in a 16 hour day, right? Like those people around you that those, those, those friends, those family members, right. That, uh, you know, brand new wife of mine, like figure out a different way to nurture that better. Um, instead of, instead of working out 16 hours and, uh, you know, and so there's so many ways, you know, even back then, like there's always ways that people can, can work differently. Um, you know, whether it's, it's now it's, you know, internet marketing or, uh, a sales job, you know, and having that right mindset when you're doing a sales job, it's just thinking about things differently. But my, my mindset was literally the harder I work and the longer I work, equals the, the stuff I want in life. And 
I was so wrong. I was so dead wrong. Um, and you know, what's funny is I, I now work the, I still work a lot, but I kind of feel like I've got a good balance and, and it took me getting this right balance to, you know, now I have this, you know, still have an abundance of, of things, you know, not, it's always what you need, but abundance of things, abundance of, of, uh, comfort and an, an abundance of, of the things I need with my family. And, uh, you know, it was, it was still not quite enough. And that's kind of what led me searching to uh, different things that you and I are doing now, but, but it, it's still me being more balanced led to more fulfillment, both personal and work. Me being more balanced didn't hurt my pocketbook. And in fact, you know, it's helped. And, you know, a lot of people say too, like, Hey, you're, you, the more you give, the more you'll receive, right? Like you see that in church and different things. And I know um, you and I have talked about, uh, you know, a, a percentage of every dollar we make from day one is going to diff- different charities, right? And so, right. you know, it's it, it's that that faith and that, that that world, like it's give yourself time to be balanced and figure out the right dreams, right? And figure out the right steps to achieve those dreams. And, and anybody that's working 20 hours a week, like that's the wrong way. So that, that if I can give myself advice and give myself that hindsight, and I know it's like, we wouldn't be the people we are today without the every experience that we've had. So, you know, you can't change too much, but, but yeah, that's, that's one thing I would have changed, changed sooner. No, I, I, I agree. And what's crazy is, you know, I, I always attributed it to, you know, I'm a workaholic. I, I love working. I enjoy working. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm on salary. So if I work <laughs> two hours or 20 hours, I don't get paid different, you know? So balance was really important to me. And I learned that, you know, a little bit ago in, in a previous career that if I, if I couldn't do the job in 40 hours, I was the wrong person for the job. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, how do, you, how do you figure? He goes, no one would want to do the, your job if you couldn't do it in 40 hours. No one wants 80 hours a week, man. I was yep. like, wow, that's crazy. You know, so I've, I've put a lot of thought into 2020 and, and kind of, you know, my mantra for the year. So I want to have clarity. I want to bring the vision to life. And I want to live with urgency and pursue it. Nice. You know, and that, those are kind of the things that I'm, I'm really vibing with right now. And I, I want to make sure that I'm focused, I'm helping the right people, um, and it lines up with everything. You know, I think looking back on our first nine episodes, it's a little bit crazy that a lot of successful people talked about every aspect of their life being in alignment with what they're doing uh-huh. and it's not they're they're not sacrificing one to make one pop up you know yeah. they're which all is, important you know being a, a fellow workaholic that's what we that's what i did it was you know I, I definitely sacrificed you know everything for a long time to make one pop up right yeah so um yeah you know i think one 
one real takeaway as uh, you know, on those nine episodes is that self discipline mm-hmm. and Im- imperfect action. Like those are yeah. maybe two takeaways, sorry, <laughs> two things that everyone did. So, you know, if I were to give advice now to anybody, yeah. you know, one, one thing is just go, you know, take a minute to plan and, but don't take too long. Just take a minute, figure out where you want to go and then you can reverse engineer it and then get the self-discipline to, to execute it. Uh, and then just launch, right? Just our, our show's imperfect. And, and so many other entrepreneurs that we've been talking to and different people we've been talking to that are less like, Hey, let's get it out there. And then you can, you, then you can fix it and tweak it and make it better. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been talking a lot about, you know, the church I go to is thrive and, and, a lot of the messages have been lining up for me, you know, um, even the very first song of the new year was all about hindsight. So <laughs> I was texting you, I was like taking pictures. It was crazy. Um, but you know, they really talked about putting the streaks that hold you back on hold. So I'm going to take a couple, share a couple notes that kind of are popping with me. Um, if, if you really look back at what you're doing and what, what you want to do, what is holding you back? What is it that's holding you back? You know, and it could be destructive patterns, anxiety, being in your comfort zone, limited thinking, or I'll start later. I'll start well, the, later. The comfort zone, man. That's that's the bad word. Being comfortable. That's yeah. yeah. And, we're, and, we're things are good, right? Like. Yeah. We're too comfortable, so we don't execute, or someone is too comfortable, so they don't go uh, and make that push to to get better. Um, so, yeah, and I think self self doubt or the negative self talk talk. I, I think a lot of people don't put a lot of weight into that, you know. And I'm starting to realize the importance of that. You know, and and just really re refocusing what I'm doing um, for many many things and what I want to do this year. Um, you know, I do. I put together business plans. I help people plan goals. I help people do this. We're, you know, Rachel and I are going to do our very first family plan for a year, right? And that's well, I've never done that. I thought that was a brilliant idea. I was like, oh, psh, I'm going to totally do that. Yeah, we do it for hundreds of people, but never for our family. And I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I was like, gosh, let's sit down. What do, where do we want to go? What do we want to do as a family? Where do I, what do we want to make sure our kids get this year? What do we want to do with our kids so they can look back? You know, for me, it was let's keep trying to build these memories for them. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're going to have left is memories. And if you've done your job as a parent – You've set them up for success and you've created some amazing memories along the way. All right, Ron, that's, uh, I mean, we could probably talk for the next uh, 10 hours. Sure. Um, if we, if we didn't have significant others waiting, waiting for us already. Um, so, so I I just want to end on this note. Um, you know, a, if you take a minute to plan, and figure out where you want to go, then, you know, if you take away those self 
you know, those limiting um, self-doubt talks. Like you get, get rid of all that stuff, but just take a little bit of step, take a little step, take a little step. And before you know it, you're going to be jogging, maybe running. Right. Um, and, and I feel like that's, that's me right now. I'm, I'm taking my steps, taking my little steps. Um, you know, we, we took a few steps and got this podcast launched. Um, and, and so, you know, I just am so excited for everyone that we've, I know we've got a ton of people already on the, the guest list to, to interview and, you know, I'm just giddy just to talk to some of them. Um, and I'm sure we'll get a ton more as the year progresses. Um, and then, you know, we're going to start to walk a little faster, start to run, start to jog. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm just, it's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, no, I agree, Corey. Uh, one, uh, I just want to thank the listeners because obviously without the listeners, there's no show. Uh, thank you. Uh, and I'm very excited about the guests that are, that we've had on the show so far and the guests that we're about to have. Um, there's some really like, I can't wait to have these interviews and really just talk to them, learn from them, get, get some of their knowledge, um, and help, help many people along the way in this journey. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Um, have a a wonderful rest of your day. Um, and, uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on hindsight hacking guys, as promised, it's, it's about two takeaways and this one's a little bit different because it was us. It was just us talking. And the two takeaways that I got was take imperfect action. You know, uh, as a perfectionist or a workaholic, I want to make sure everything's planned out before I take that action. Take imperfect action and continue moving forward. And the second one, and I think this one spoke dearly to both Corey and I, is balanced life. You know, yeah, you you have a job. Yeah, you have a family. Um, Neither one of them is more important than the other. And make sure you're, you're balanced in what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, Ron. All right, everyone, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star review on iTunes. And while you're at it, tell a friend about the show. And you can also find us on Facebook at Hindsight Hacking. Guys, make sure you've, you've subscribed and you tune in. We drop episodes every Monday. Um, we have some amazing guests coming. Uh, we have two uh, authors. One is a New York, New York Times bestselling author and celebrity coach. We have a couple primetime speakers that were going to be on the show. We're very excited for what Hindsight Hacking has for everybody in 2020. So thank you. You are the best part of the Hindsight Hacking community. Thank you for being a Hindsight Hacker.